You're listening to KXSF LP San Francisco, streaming live on the web at kxsf.fm, the TuneIn app, or 102.5 FM in San Francisco. I'm DJ Sammy P, and this is Pasco's Perspective. Sheesh! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Girl, I'm about to have a panic attack. I did the work, it didn't work. I, I, that truth, it hurts. That damn, it hurts. I, Lovey-dovey shit, was not a fan of it I'm good with my friends, I don't want a man, girl I'm in my bed, I'm way too fine to be here alone On other hand, I know my worth And now he calling me, why do I feel like this? What's happening to me? Supposed to love somebody else when I don't like myself. Like, ooh, guess I better learn to like this. Ooh, it might take my whole life just to do. He called me Melly. He squeezed my belly. I'm too embarrassed to say I like it. Girl, is this my boo? That's why I'm asking you, cause you know I've been through. Summer night in Montreal, still I'm sweating from every part. Sat down and tried to ride a poem, got back to bed cause I was born. Bang my head against the wall, take a deep breath and count the four. I tried my best and dropped the bomb, I wasn't made to fall in love. Yeah. 
Support for KXSF-FM comes from Dress San Francisco, a fashion boutique located in the heart of the city's Marina District. Dress carries a wide range of contemporary clothing and jewelry designs with collections and styles to fit any occasion, from work to weekend and daytime to nighttime. Dress is located at 2271 Chestnut Street between Scott and Pierce. Shop in-store or online at DressSanFrancisco.com. Thank you for your support of San Francisco Community Radio. Just 
that party last night. I know you saw me and Sammy. Uh, I'm sorry. I hope there's no hard feelings. Happy birthday, by the way. I love you. I see a coffin, perfect fit for my size. They won't open. Got silky stitch in my eye. I'm hurting, and I lost my heart in the sky. Taking trips down uncharted roads, them very lonely roads. Looking for a pot of gold. Your love was not enough. It don't make no sense to me. And now you're begging, please remember you was hurting me. We'll keep that energy. I've been waiting. No. was tomorrow together with Ian DeJour, The Valley of Lies. All right, how's it going, Bay Area? DJ Sammy P, this is Pasco's Perspective. Got a little late start here. I was finishing up some lunch. I didn't finish from earlier. A hungry guy here. Anyway, we got some great tunes to play today, some great topics to get into. I do want to dive right into it right now because we have some big news. It's 3 o'clock or 6 o'clock Eastern. And in the Major League Baseball world, that is the trade deadline, it is official. Our Giants made some moves, and they also didn't make some moves. Interesting stuff, and I want to dive right into it right here. 
In case you're not familiar, the Giants, they've been struggling a mid-team. Literally, they're, they're one game below 500. They were 500 last night before the thrashing that they faced with the Dodgers. Lost 8-2. to two. I was at that game. It was ugly. Dodgers, they, they lit up Logan Webb, and it was a not good, not a good look. And the Giants became quasi-sellers when the dust settles now. Here's what we have. We traded away Darren Ruff, Kurt Casale, Matt Boyd, and Trevor Rosenthal and received several players, none of them too young, the most notable of which is J.D. Davis, an infielder, was with the Astros, then he was traded to the Cup, to the Mets, excuse me, and we just got him in the Darren Ruff deal. He's okay, middle in, uh, corner infield guy, can play a little middle infield. He's okay. I think he could, he could thrive here. We kind of need a third baseman, especially with Longo injured, Jason Vossler, eh, David Villar, oh boy, that's not, that's not a not a good situation there. I definitely think he's going to get DFA'd to make room for some of these guys. So, overall though, the big news, we're keeping Jock Peterson and we're keeping Carlos Rondon. A lot of people were wondering, was that Rondon start going to be his last one in a Giants uniform? I was at that game covering it. You should definitely check out KXSF Sports on Twitter for all the latest Giants updates. But he was... Focused on just playing the next game, focusing on winning. And he's going to be fo- focusing on winning with the Giants here. I I first didn't like the sell mode. I was thinking, okay, we should buy. Got to always just stay strong. This group, this ragtag group, won 107 last year. Maybe get Crawford, you get Longo, you get Casale healthy. Belt maybe gets a little rhythm going. And it's a similar group that won 107 last year. Maybe it happens again this year. Not quite the same injuries are still kind of hurting them. They start after the All-Star break 0-7. Have a lucky win against the Cubs, but end up winning that series 3-1. Then you see the Dodgers. Okay, you're not going to compete for the NL West title. You could see that. The Dodgers, they're a, a loaded team. And the Padres even acknowledge that by trading for Juan Soto, that you have to have an arms race. There's, it's Even with an arms race, it's tough to compete with the Dodgers. But for a wild card, for a competitive team, there's some things you can do. So... With trading Darren Ruff, starting with Ruff, I really like Darren. I think it was a great story. Had a, a tenure with the Phillies, then went to Korea, uh, played for the Samsung Lions, was a great player for them, came back stateside, earned a spot with the Giants, has been pretty good for the past couple of years, hits lefties, mashes off of them, and I think it was a good sell-high type of scenario. He's not going to be a long-term piece. He was barely a current-term piece, playing first base, kind of DHing. But I think it's a great sell high. The Mets want to win right now. He can go help them win. And now he gets to go to New York. He is a good clubhouse guy. I like his personality. He's a big dude. But he's more of a a father type. His kids are there. He wasn't too much of a clubhouse leader. He's more of just kind of a a good clubhouse guy. Not necessarily uh, a big personality that's going to lead or that you're you're subtly trading. It's not like a Yastrzemski type of guy. It's like, oh, we like him, but not necessarily. Okay, we can sell high on him. I like that. Kirk Casale and Matt Boyd, they're going to Seattle. I like that. Boyd, he's kind of a reclamation project. Never actually pitched for the Giants. They got him from the Tigers, and he's been rehabbing from a few injuries now. Casale was also rehabbing. I believe he went 0 for 7 in Sacramento in his rehab start with 7 strikeouts. Some ugly stuff. He's fully healthy, but the mental side of that oblique injury can't fully check his swing. Something along those lines where he's not going to quite be the same player. But for the Mariners, a new change of scenery get him healthy. He could help with their playoff push and we get some players in return. 
I think that's okay, and I also think it builds you some more room to experiment with your catching scenario right now. Is Joey Bart going to be the guy going forward? <laughs> Evidence right now says he's probably not going to be. I hate to say it. I love Joey Bart. I love the pun on his name, Bart, in the Bay Area Rapid Transit. But maybe he needs some more at-bats. We'll give him the full season. Austin wins. Pretty clutch double on Sunday. Some good stuff. More of a minor league career journeyman type of guy. But maybe he's putting some things together. I think he's really a personal guy. We talked to him um, after the victory on Sunday. Seemed like a good dude saying this team's nasty. They, you, know, you want to support the guys. So it seems like a good clubhouse guy. And I think cleaner, cleaning up some some room in the catching space is all right. And Casale is really much like a win-now piece. He's a good backup catcher. You know, you know, every third day he comes out there. Good, pit, good uh, pitch framing. Good defense. But we don't really need that right now. And then Trevor Rosenthal to Milwaukee. I think it's the most ironic, interesting one. I don't even know how to put it because he signed with the team literally two weeks ago. He was an all-star stud closer with the Padres, played with the, with the A's, had a bit longer career with the Cardinals. And then he was rehabbing from an injury, has a showcase, Giants take a chance on him, and then they immediately flip him to the Brewers. So I'm not sure. Maybe the Brewers just missed out. They wanted to sign him originally. But now they get him now. So interesting is his tenure, never, he barely put on a Giants uniform. Maybe they gave him a hat or something. But uh, interesting with Farhan in that strategy. So he's not quite giving up on the season, still keeping Rondon and Peterson. Maybe if he had a better offer for some of those guys, he would have traded them. Uh, we saw Noah Syndergaard get traded. We saw Whit Merrifield get traded. Those aren't perfect comparisons to Rondon and Peterson, but they're similar. And this, this group is still together then. Essentially still there. Three of those guys that they traded were injured or not really going to play at all. And one was a good guy, Darren Ruff, but not necessarily someone we think is going to be a long-term piece. And it's probably, in all honesty, outperforming what he really should be doing. I love the guy, but not really a long-term piece. So that's what we got here for the trade deadline. Let's take another break here. Listen to some tunes. I do want to play some music for Outside Lands. If you're, if you're planning on going, good to you. I'm going on Friday. We'll see if I get to the other days. But some big headliners, Little Uzi Vert, Jack Harlow on Saturday, Post Malone Sunday. Should be very exciting. Festival. This will be my first Outside Lands. Little unusual, though, that the, they scheduled uh, the Giants game. They're playing in the Bay Bridge Series. They're playing in Oakland the same weekend as Outside Lands. So a lot of good baseball and also music festivities happening this weekend in the Bay Area and San Francisco. So if you're a fan of baseball and music, this is this is the weekend to be here in the city. So anyway, we'll play some of that in a little bit. But first up, we have Sophie Cates with Ghosts. All the boxes, dear Of things you left and then forgot Because I'm trying to clear Out every memory of us Oh, darling, you should know It don't feel like I'm alone I keep seeing ghosts and up the stairs I feel something behind me Everywhere, baby. 
her baby Are you messing with me? Is this some kind of fucked up joke? Cause I checked yesterday And that's not where I left your coat You should feel my heartbeat Every time I hear my phone And I can't tell what's in my mind Everywhere, baby. Please take the pictures. I swear that the ice move. Please take your sweatshirt. No space in my bedroom. Take the mixtapes they keep playing in the middle of the night. I'm messing with my own damn. Drop on my new car, I can't stop, won't stop. You a new star, shine so bright, but you stun so hard. Got 'em like oh my lord, baby, hop in the drop on my new car, I can't stop, won't stop. You a new star, shine so bright, but you stun so hard. Got 'em like oh my lord. Should we put the bands or the beamer? Yeah, BBS chains on freezer. Yeah, shorty living Beverly like Weezer. Yeah, and if she take me home, I'ma. And we all getting paid. Keep it 1K, and that's never gonna change. Take you on a date, have you mind in a day? You just say the words, and you know I'm on the way. On the way. Baby, hop in the drop of my new car. Can't stop, won't stop. You a new star. Shine so bright, but you stun so hard. Got 'em like, oh my lord. Baby, hop in the drop of my new car. Can't stop, won't stop. You a new star. Shine so bright, but you stun so hard. Shine so bright, but you stun so hard. Got 'em like on my 
save it. You can't change it. Enough's enough. You cross the line when you're out every night with that guy that you told me not to worry about. People write songs about girls like you. Oh my God, what I get into? Say you're bad in love, that's a bad excuse. 'Cause people write songs about people write songs about people write songs. About Now I got enemies. You should keep 'em close. Now they dead on me. You stab friends. Now I got enemies. Enemies, yeah, so sad. They said I would never get this far. Think that we don't see who you are. Laughing to the bank like ha ha ha. Guess it, I'm just talking too much. Blah blah blah. So where did y'all go? Now it, now it, go. Couldn't even. Tickets to my stadium show. She love it when she hear me on the radio. I know it's hard to swallow your pride. Sorry that you can't get over me. Now you're out my life. I'm so relieved. I used to have friends. Now I got enemies. Used to keep 'em close. Now they dead to me. Money turn to show all the tendencies. Close to my enemies. Let's go. I need better enemies. When I told you, you thought I was playing, huh? Yeah, yeah. But I made this litter. She wanted to buy, but I told her that. She look at me like she's surprised. Packing the post, and I'm on my lawn in the box at the door. They go for 35. I tried to put on for my partners. They turn into enemies right before it. You reach for a shake, I'm a whole lot of friends. Give it, give it a quarter pound without the fries. I just went double platinum with no features just to show it. I don't really need it. Pass a man a plate, and he can make a shake. It's guaranteed. He don't bite the hand that feeds him. And I know you think that I ain't see it. And I know you ain't got a car, don't make me go and buy it. The little Prius on the camera, we can call it even. Friends are like the autumn, every year they leaving. And I'ma rake them in the pile, throw them in the bag. Tie them up and leave them, cause most people start deceiving. And I used to have friends, now I got enemies. Used to keep them close, now they dead to me. Money tend to show all the tendencies. Enemies, yeah, so sad. Sometimes, every time they let me Now I got enemies. Used to keep 'em close, now they dead to me. Money tend to show all the tendencies. Enemies, yeah, so sad. Sometimes, every time they let me down. Sometimes.
That was Post Malone with Enemies featuring DaBaby from his album, Hollywood is Bleeding. I'm sure he'll play some of that coming up at Outside Lands. That was the first little taste of playing some Outside Lands performers here on the show for our last half hour here. Outside Lands taking place at Golden Gate Park coming up Friday and Saturday and Sunday, too. Also, too, we don't have any tickets for that, but we do have some tickets for Seedsmen to the World taking place tonight, Tuesday, August 2nd, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. at the Vogue Theater, 3290 Sacramento Street, San Francisco. We've got a couple tickets here, so if you'd like if you'd like some tickets, you can hit us up on the text line. That is, didn't mention that at the beginning, but you can hit us up there, 415-938-8015. One more time, that's 415-938-8015, or you can call in as always. Got some tickets there for a Seedsman to the World. Paula Frazier and Andy Kebick will also be performing. That's tonight, 7 p.m., so be sure to get your tickets and call in and let us know if you'd like a pair. All right, talking about some sports news. This is from last week, a little older news, but I did want to briefly mention it. Some NBA notes. The Celtics made an offer for Kevin Durant. Uh, they offered Jalen Brown, and then Jalen Brown actually saw it on Twitter and tweeted like SMH, like with an emoji, like shaking my head. It is crazy now. Like, imagine being him. Like, you go to the NBA Finals for this team. You you're on. You're a great All Star player. You're a great player. You do everything you could. You run up against you know the, the Hall of Fame dynasty warriors. Do everything. You don't play, we're playing anyone besides them. You'd have an NBA championship. And then the offseason, they're like, yeah, we're floating you around in some trade offers. We don't really know if we want you to be a future of this team because this guy's actually better. That would definitely sting. And I think it was pretty funny now that Twitter gives these athletes a forum to voice their displeasure with the situation i mean the whole nba it's always an entertainment product even the players i mean it's about millionaires playing in one big metropolis versus playing in another one and it's really there's bigger things in the world but it's still kind of funny with uh to get some entertainment from it in in that sense so hopefully Jalen brown finds a home in boston if he is uh getting traded to brooklyn but uh, anyway uh, other NBA notes, the Charlotte Hornets are considering a reunion with Kemba Walker, their all-time leading scorer. Kemba Walker has had a weird career. He was really good with the Hornets. Then goes, I believe to Boston, does all right there. Then goes to the Knicks, does horrendous there. They take him out of the rotation because he's so bad. Didn't seem like he was doing that bad, but I guess there was a lot of discontent between the two sides. They trade him to the Pistons. The Pistons just buy him out saying, we don't want you to play for our team. Here's money to not play for us. And now he might be going back home to the Hornets. I'm not sure if I actually like this move. I think he should not play for the Hornets. If I was the Hornets, I would not have him play. Be- I would not sign him and then also I wouldn't sign him and then not play him like the Knicks did. If you sign him, play him. But I wouldn't even sign him. I wouldn't even consider it because I think it sends a different message to LaMelo Ball. If this is a new franchise, a new face of the Hornets moving forward, you can't be really signing a guy that played when you were the Bob cut. Bobcats when you were such a bad franchise. Let's move forward. LaMelo, crazy personality, crazy family, but crazy good. Maybe just run with him, get supporting cast around that instead of another guard type that also would be taking some of the spotlight away from just everything that he's done for the franchise. LaMelo's building it. Kemba already built it, but 
I don't, I don't think that'd be a good situation. Uh, speaking of the Pistons, though, from that Kimba Walker story, they announced their new throwback teal uniforms that they're that they played in the late 90s in for their classic edition threads for this upcoming season. I love this. I think all sports should be doing this more with alternate jerseys, alternate helmets in the NFL. We're seeing this. I think the Pistons ones are kind of old school and they're a little older and they don't really necessarily vibe with the current. They don't necessarily appeal to me because I, I see them as more that older style, that Motor City and court. it's kind of it's Detroit. Not going to get a Detroit jersey. But I think it is cool that you see different jerseys and different styles. The NBA, though, probably does it a little too much, even with the Warriors, with all the city, the town, black, yellow, blue. A little too much, and the Warriors did announce a Cal Bears-themed city edition jersey, which looks pretty cool. I think Major League Baseball could do a little bit more of it. NBA could do a little less of it. Just have a little consistency, but also keep a lot of flair and spark, and, of course, help with merchandising, where, hey, here's another jersey you could buy that looks cool. If you don't like this one, well, here's another one that they play in that you could buy. So I think it's good that they're doing it. NBA approaching that line, not quite crossing it, but definitely approaching it in terms of what is acceptable in too many jerseys. NFL, so far behind that they're finally allowing different helmets. You mentioned this, I think, two weeks ago. Houston Texans are playing in their first helmet that's not their black one ever in their history. They're playing in their red ones, and Davis Mills looks pretty good in it. So I'm a fan of that. Staying in the NFL, and actually speaking of some a former Texan, uh, Danny Amendola. He retired last week after 13 seasons in the NFL, including two Super Bowl titles. And he won two with the, with the Patriots. But he also played for quite a while before his Patriots tenure and really kind of became a part of that really good team with Brady where you had him, Brady, Gronk, Chris Hogan, and Julian Edelman. Like these, Gronk was really big, but otherwise wide receivers really undersized and untraditional. Even going back to Wes Welker, the Patriots kind of always had success with that. And Amendola was able to fit into that mold. But he was around the NFL before that. He was with the Rams from 2009 to 2012. He was with the Dolphins in 2018, a little after that. Went to the Lions for two years and the Texans most recently in 2021. So congratulations to Danny Amendola on a great NFL season. Small guy, but hey, he made it work. Um, Also in the NFL world, uh, the mayor of Chicago announced that there could be renovations to a dome over the Bears' soldier field. It looks pretty cool. I saw the, the mock-ups on, online, and I think it's awesome. I think everyone else in America that's doing sports facilities are taking notes from what's going on here in San Francisco. With Chase Center, with Oracle Park, we have, I think, arguably the two best, biggest, clearest jumbotrons I've ever seen, and probably in this nation. So clear at Oracle Park. When you see a highlight and they take the little ads, because the ads on the top of the board are digital, so they can remove those and put a full-screen highlight. It's so clear. It's so beautiful. Chase Center, the same thing. This enormous one. Maybe Jerry's World in uh, in uh, Dallas is a li- you know rivals it, but still. What we got here, and then the second part, the community aspect, where you have then the lively downtown area. San Diego gets close to that, but it's not San Francisco. The Cowboys, they tried to build that little park area with their practice field around it, but it's not the same. Chase Center, what they have with Uber's headquarters. Now you got you got visas over there, uh, Mission Bay, that whole area. In terms of the energy they're building, the shops, the restaurants, everyone else in the world, everyone else in this country is trying to copy that, and you can see that in Chicago. They're trying to build that that community sense where you have a good city thing and using sports as that kind of anchor 
And it's pretty cool to see. We did it first here. We're doing it the best. And we'll see if these other cities can copy us. Uh, more recent NFL news, uh, going to the player focus now. Kyler Murray, he tested positive for COVID-19. This guy has had a crazy offseason. He's holding out. He unfollowed the team on Instagram, which is now a thing we do, going back to talking about Twitter, how players can voice their displeasure. They can also do that on Instagram where they unfollow the team and then Bleacher Report sends a notification and people on Twitter freak out like, oh, no, that's the worst thing to happen. It's funny. It's not a big deal. I guess it's just some sort of public tactic now for these millionaires to make more millions but it's still interesting to kind of see from an entertainment standpoint that little kind of almost petty things but there's not much the player can really do except just have faith in his agent i guess so he was trying to get a bigger contract then got a massive contract 230 and a half million dollars for five years getting paid boatloads to be the quarterback for the arizona cardinals people are talking about there was a no baseball clause in his contract, because he, again, he was drafted top 10 in the Major League Baseball draft by the Oakland A's. Never played for them, though. There were some rumors like when you add him to the 40-man roster when he was winning that Heisman to make him come play baseball. But he's not doing baseball now anymore, not under this contract. But this contract to the bigger clause, the bigger, crazier news clause, but there was an independent study clause that he had to have four hours per game week to study film. And people are making fun of him for that. Like, is he not watching film? Is he not studying the defenses and learning the playbook and attacking these NFL teams? So that caused a lot of controversy. And they're asking him about it. He had an impromptu press conference about it. A lot of crazy drama. But they eventually removed that clause out of there. Patrick Mahomes even commented on it about the stigma for black quarterbacks now. So a lot going on there. And now he gets COVID. This guy can't catch a break. A lot, lot going on here. People are questioning if he can, if he only plays Madden and actually doesn't watch game film. And now he's got the Rona. So he'll have, be having a lot of free time to uh, be watching some film now. So uh, hope, hopefully a speedy recovery for Kyler there. So, All right, let's go to a music break here. Coming up on Friday for Outside Lands, Little Uzi Vert is the headliner for Friday. Let's play one of his songs right here. This is XO Tour Life.
You're the worst. I cannot die. This is my universe. I don't really care if you cry. I don't really shouldn't have a lie. Should've saw the way she looked me in my eyes. She said, baby, I am not afraid to die. Push me to the edge. All my friends are dead. Push me to the edge. All my friends are dead. Push me to the edge. All my friends are dead. Push me to the edge.
that was Doja Cat and SZA with Kiss Me More. SZA is coming to Outside Lands on Friday. Before that, we heard Little Uzi Vert. He is also coming to Outside Lands this weekend. Speaking of concerts, if you don't want to wait till Friday to attend a great event, we have a great one here for you now. We're giving away some tickets to Seedsman to the World. Paula Frazier and Andy Kabik are also performing tonight, Tuesday, August 2nd. That's tonight, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. at the Vogue Theater, 3290 Sacramento Street, here in the beautiful San Francisco. We have various tickets available. If you'd like one, or you'd like two, you can call in, you can text in. We've got the text line still open. A little while longer, 415-938-8015. One more time, that's 415-938-8015. You can also call in to get the KXSF number. Actually not seeing it right here in studio. I don't know where we put that. But if you have it, you can call in. Tickets are yours. Seedsman to the World tonight, 7 p.m. Vogue Theater on Sacramento Street. That, that's almost all the time we have. Just five minutes left. It turned into more of an MLB trade deadline show because that's... What's going on today? I should have known. Big Giants fan, big baseball fan. That's what we got into today. Did want to wrap up some deals now that the trade deadline is officially official. Sometimes there's those last-minute deals that sneak in right after 3 o'clock, and you kind of got to wait to see if the paperwork goes through. That's what's happened in past trade deadlines. But looks like everything now is official. Some big ones I want to go over, all the big ones. Um, A's fans. Frankie Montas has been traded to the Yankees along with Lou Trevino. They're going to the Yankees, helping them with a World Series potential push there. Yankees also acquired Scott Efros, who just pitched at Oracle Park for the Cubs this past weekend, side-arming relief pitcher for them. He's moving over to the New York Yankees. Astros acquired Trey Mancini. His story has been well-documented, a great comeback story there. Former All-Star, now heading to Houston to help with their pennant chase. The Astros also acquired a catcher, Christian Velasquez from the Red Sox. Speaking of the Red Sox, they did another kind of weird buy-sell type of deadline similar to the Giants. Well, the Giants didn't buy at all, but they kind of bought, kind of sold, exactly. So the Red Sox acquired Tommy Pham, infamous from the Jock Peterson, Jeff Wilson drama of slapping a player physically. He he attacked him uh, over fantasy football drama. Uh, the Astros, going back to them, they acquired Will Smith, former San Francisco Giant. He was a reliever with the Braves, now heading to Houston to help them in exchange for Jake Odorizzi. He's heading to Atlanta in that deal. The St. Louis Cardinals acquired Jose Quintana, former Cub, now former Pirate, now heading over to the Cardinals. Uh, the Braves acquired former Oakland Athletic outfielder Robbie Grossman. He's going to the Braves for their for their hopefully repeat World Series push in their eyes. Hopefully, I don't think they're going to win again, and I don't want them to win again. Uh, in Minnesota news, they acquired Jorge Lopez from the Orioles. Uh, the big news, big big news blockbuster, NL West related news, Padres acquired Juan Soto and Josh Bell. Traded several prospects, including C.J. Abrams. Eric Hosmer was going to be in that deal. Then he had his no-trade clause uh, enacted, and now he's going to the Red Sox. So the Red Sox get Eric Hosmer, and Luke Voigt is going to the Nationals in Hosmer's place. The Blue Jays made a series of moves, acquiring several relief pitchers, actually. Anthony Bass from the Marlins and Zach Pop. They also acquired Mitch 
white, not quite a relief pitcher, kind of going in and in and out of the rotation, kind of a swing guy, similar to Ross Stripling, but they got him from the Dodgers. And in position player news, the Blue Jays got Witten Merrifield from the Royals all-star second baseman who plays in a lot of games. So Blue Jays made a ton of moves, still going here. Uh, the Phillies made several moves. They acquired Brandon Marsh, an outfielder from the Angels. Um, it looks like the Angels just given up on this season. They acquired former all-star Yankee closer David Robertson. He's going to Philadelphia. And Noah Syndergaard also going to Philadelphia, so they're making a push. Going back to the Twins, they also acquired Michael Fulmer and Tyler Malley, some starting pitching there. Padres also made a comparatively smaller move compared to the Juan Soto deal but also got uh, third baseman Brandon Drury from the Cincinnati Reds. I've already mentioned the Mets, with they acquired Darren Ruff. Dodgers, one that kind of popped off that did not come up in my notifications initially, Joey Gallo going to the Dodgers. He struggled a lot with the Yankees. There seemed to be 100% certainty that he was going to leave the Yankees. He was not doing well with them. That experiment failed, but now he's coming to the NL West, and you'll see him maybe tonight? Maybe not. Yeah. I don't know when his flight gets in, but he will be playing against the Giants tonight and through the series that ends on Thursday uh, as the Giants are playing the Dodgers here at Oracle Park. So that's all we got time for Jordan Montgomery. Also, Yankees going to the Cardinals in exchange for Harrison Bader. Did want to mention that one as well. That's all the time we got for today. You're listening to KXSFLP San Francisco, streaming live on the web at kxsf.fm, the TuneIn app, or on 102.5 FM in San Francisco. Again, we have tickets available for the Seedsman to the World event tonight at the Vogue Theater, 7 p.m. on Sacramento Street. Again, tonight, Paula Frazier and Andy Kavik are also performing. Let us know if you want tickets. Call in. We'll be in the studio here. Call in. Text in if you want those tickets. I'm DJ Sammy P., and this has been Pasco's Perspective. Thanks for tuning in.